the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi pushes back against the defund the police movement. Defund the police is dead. Gas prices continue to skyrocket. Nationally, the total jump is 15 cents per gallon. Wallet-friendly ideas for the one you love this Valentine's Day. The price increases when you go out to eat are not as high as some of those price um, hikes when it comes to your grocery bill. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Monday, February 14th. I'm Mike Scott. Ukraine's president is playing down intensified warnings of a possible Russian invasion within days, saying he has yet to see convincing evidence. Antony Blinken says Russia has said it will move forward with dialogue. A diplomatic path to resolving this crisis, a crisis created by the unprovoked massing of Russian forces all around Ukraine, that diplomatic path remains open. The way for Moscow to show that it wants to pursue that path is simple. It should de-escalate. Blinken does say there will be consequences if Russia decides to invade Ukraine. If Moscow chooses the path of aggression and further invades Ukraine, the response from the United States and our allies will be swift. It will be united. It will be severe. Blinken went on to say the U.S. was justified in recalling all of its embassy staff in Ukraine. The risk of Russian military action is high enough and the threat is imminent enough that this is the prudent thing to do. No one should be surprised if Russia instigates a provocation or incident, which it then uses to justify military action it had planned all along. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby says now is the time for American citizens in Ukraine to be making their way out. The airports are still running, the railroads are still running, the highways are still open. Uh, So there's plenty of uh, opportunities for Americans to leave, and they really should take uh, these warnings and these advisories very seriously. Kirby also said President Biden's call with the Russian president, Vladimir Putin, produced no change in regard to Ukraine. It's certainly not a sign that things are moving in the in the right direction. It's certainly not a sign that Mr. Putin has any intention to de-escalate escalate the tensions. And it's certainly not a sign that uh, that he's uh, recommitting himself to a diplomatic path forward. So it doesn't give us any cause for optimism. Looking at tensions with North Korea, U.S. Secretary of State Blinken has met his Japanese and South Korean counterparts in Hawaii to discuss the threat posed by nuclear-armed North Korea after Pyongyang began the year with a series of missile tests. We discussed how to advance our shared goal of the complete denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula and finding lasting peace there. We condemn the DPRK's recent ballistic missile launches and its unlawful nuclear and ballistic programs, uh, which are clear violations of UN Security Council resolutions. And we continue to work to find ways to hold the DPRK accountable. Speaking with George Stephanopoulos, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi addressed the ongoing tensions with Ukraine 
the Democrat Party position on crime, inflation, and the midterms. When asked about how she feels about Ukraine's President Zelensky downplaying the threat of a Russian invasion, she had this to say. Well, I think we have to be prepared for it. And, uh, and that is what the president is. Yes, I do believe that he is prepared for an invasion. I also understand why the president of Ukraine wants to keep people calm and, and uh, that he wants his economy not to suffer. But on the other hand, if we were not threatening the, uh, uh, the sanctions and the rest, it would guarantee that Putin would invade. Let's hope that the diplomacy works. It's about diplomacy deterrence, diplomacy deterrence. And the president's made it very clear. There's a big price to pay for Russia to go there. So if Russia doesn't invade, it's not that he never intended to. She went on to explain that passing the Competes Act Friday, a bill that is to address the semiconductor shortage, is a step forward. Let me just say about um, what Congress has been doing. When we did uh, the... um, competes act less. What contributes to inflation? People, more people having jobs, scarcity of product, which, which makes uh, prices go up and the rest. So when we passed the competes act last Friday, this was a giant step forward. Turning to the rise in crime across the country, the House Speaker pushed back on some of the more progressive members of her party by saying defund the police was not the position of the Democratic Party. Well, with all the respect in the world for Cord Push, that is not the position of the Democratic Party. Community safety, to protect and defend in every way, is our oath of office. And I have sympathy. I con- we're all concerned about mistreatment of people, and that's why uh, Karen Bass had the Justice and Policing Act, and we would hope to get some of that done, whether it's no-knock or joke hold or some of those issues, even if we can't get it all done. But, the, but make no mistake, community safety is our responsibility. And uh, I, I quote one of my colleagues from New York, Richie, Richie Torres, a brand new member of Congress, way on the left, uh, saying that defund the police is dead. And looking forward to the midterms, is she worried about the Democrats losing the House and the Senate? I, I don't agonize, I organize, and we are fully intent uh, to win this election. She explains she's not looking at historical precedent, she's looking at the future. Well, forget history, we're talking about future. You know, and, and when people say, well, the history says that presidents lose seats in the off year, Presidents gain seat on the onset. We didn't gain seats when President Biden won. We worked together to win the Senate, win the House, and win the White House. It was cumulative, but it wasn't an increase. And one of the reasons that, that in part, the president's party loses seats in the off year is because they gain so many on the on year. More bad polling for President Biden. A new poll shows that 51% of Democrats preferred a different candidate than Joe Biden to run in 2024. Across the aisle, Republican and Republican-leaning voters are about evenly split between wanting their party to nominate Donald Trump again or wanting a different candidate. 
Former State Department communications advisor Christian Witten joined Fox News Sunday to discuss Biden's polling woes. Witten points to his falling numbers as to why Senators Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin are opposing the Biden domestic agenda. It's bad. Uh, you know, when a president gets down to this level and the real clear politics average of polls has him at about 41% to 40% approval, some polls have him in the 30s, you really lose your influence. And if you look at some of the dis- dissidents within the Democratic Party on Capitol Hill, Kirsten Cinema, Joe Manchin of West Virginia, uh, maybe they're doing this on principle. I hope they are. But it's also a fact that they see a president who has failed, who's failing. Uh, he was even things where he... Uh, had support from the American people, especially early on COVID response. That's now down toward the 40. Foreign affairs, it's supposed to be a specialty. It's why he was added to Barack Obama's presidential ticket. He was chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee. He's doing terribly on that. And worst of all is the economy, the inflation people feel. King's College economics professor Brian Brenberg says that inflation is playing a big role in Biden's sinking approval numbers. Yeah, he's made mistake after mistake, and he's compounded all of it by not telling the truth about it. And he continues to make things up. And the latest here is just inflation. You said it earlier. He wants to spend more money to get out of it. He still wants to spend more money to get out of it. People are not just fed up with getting things wrong. They're fed up with a president who won't give them the straight story and doesn't seem to be in control. Now you go from a crisis of leadership to a crisis of trust in this country. I think that's what these polls are really reflecting. Considering President Biden's poor polling, will Democrats look to Hillary Clinton in 2024? Christian Witten is not convinced. It would be funny, a rematch between Hillary and Trump, sort of the baby boomers last hurrah. I think it's unlikely. House Republicans are trying to return to the immigration policy implemented by President Trump. Florida Republican Maria Salazar joined the Salem Radio Network to discuss their priorities. Representative Salazar says we have the right tools to secure the border. So we have the best technology on Earth. The private sector produces the best technology on Earth. So why don't we just buy it? We put it. More agents, better tools, better barriers, more levees, uh, infrared cameras, uh, more walkie-talkies, whatever you need to stop the child sex traffickers, to stop the coyotes, the drug trafficking. Salazar tells the Hugh Hewitt Show Republicans have to reach out to Latinos and make good on promises that Democrats failed to keep. Someone has to do something, not just talk about it. And in the meantime, then you give dignity, not pass to citizenship, dignity to those Browns who are undocumented, who want to be here, do not necessarily want to be Americans, but want to enjoy the fruits of the promised land. More pain at the pump. The average U.S. price of a gallon of regular grade gasoline spiked 15 cents over the past three weeks to 3.55 per gallon. Fuel price analyst Trilby Lumberg says the average price of regular grade gas across the U.S. rose over the past three weeks, driven largely by crude oil prices, which jumped nearly eight dollars a barrel. The oil price jump comes from increased geopolitical pressures, 
and from the easement of lockdowns in several countries which have boosted prospects for oil demand. For now, Lumberg says gasoline prices will continue to go up. Thanks to surging crude oil prices, gasoline prices have jumped in the past three weeks. Nationally, the total jump is 15 cents per gallon to $3.55 for regular grade. Lumberg says it's hard to know where gas prices will land in the coming weeks. Chances are that with spring demand uh, just hovering in the very near future, we will have a pull on supply. But that doesn't mean it's shortage, so it isn't possible to say. We, we may see several more pennies per gallon, but not right away. But for now, the average price of regular grain gasoline nationwide is up to three fifty-five per gallon. The low in this panel of cities, Houston, three oh five, and the high is San Francisco Bay Area at four seventy-five. Some supply chain relief efforts seem to be paying off as the fourth busiest U.S. seaport for shipping containers reports record cargo volumes for January. Daybreak Insider's Julie Walker has more. The Georgia Ports Authority reported nearly 480,000 container units of imports and exports moved across Savannah's docks last month, an increase of 4% compared with January 2021 to alleviate traffic jams last fall that kept ships waiting at sea and containers piling up on land. The Port Authority added workers and new equipment. The agency also set up inland sites to temporarily store cargo and free up space at Savannah's container terminal. Business has been booming at U.S seaports as the economy rebounds from the pandemic. I'm Julie Walker. The LA Rams are the Super Bowl champs, beating the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20. And Cincinnati will not spend that final time out. They'll let the Rams exult. Sean McVay gets the game. Defensive tackle Aaron Donald was emotional over the home field win. It's the best feeling in the world, man. I, God is great. God is great. I just, I'm, I'm lost to where I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I'm just, this is a blessing. This is a blessing. And finally, love is in the air. And so are the high costs of showering your loved one with gifts. Kristen Myers, the editor-in-chief of The Balance, a website that makes personal finance easy to understand, highlights some of the staggering numbers on Valentine's Day essentials. Uh, as you are mentioning, inflation is on the rise, and literally almost everything that you can think about right now is going to be more expensive. So your chocolates, 9% more expensive. They say diamonds are a girl's best friend. Well, they're your wallet's enemy this year. They are 15% more expensive. Roses, huh? 54% more expensive than last Jeez. year. And that steak, if you thought you were going to have a little bit of surf and turf for dinner, perhaps cook up a romantic meal, that's 63% more expensive. And that lobster, about 30% more expensive. So honestly, just be prepared to open up those wallets and really shell out a lot of cash. While prices may be high, Meyer says that's not stopping people from opening their wallets. 
so many people throughout the last two years that we've been in this pandemic haven't really been able to go out and celebrate. They haven't been able to, you know, go out on dates. They haven't been able to travel. And so now that things are easing just a little bit, a lot of people are getting vaccinated. Folks are saying, you know what? 2022 is our year. We are going out. We're going to dinner. We are going to make the most of this holiday. And as you mentioned, the National Retail Federation saying it is going to be the second highest year on record, at least when it comes to spending for Valentine's Day. So people are, despite the high prices, they are willing to shell out for it. So what can people do to save a little money this Valentine's Day? Flooding those restaurants actually might be a way to save money. As I mentioned, groceries are on the rise. And while it is more expensive right now to you know, go out to eat in New York City, the price increases when you go out to eat are not as high as some of those price um, hikes when it comes to your grocery bill. So you know what? That steak dinner, you might as well say, I'm not going to make it myself this year. I'm going to go out to a nice restaurant. There's also other options in order to save money. Consider a more experiential gift. So instead of perhaps buying that diamond necklace, go to a Broadway show instead in New York. Uh, The Broadway two-for-one deals are lasting until the end of February. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter, each morning at daybreakinsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.